SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Patricia Dooley on SAFM. It's uh, the final hour of uh, Beyond the Headlines, eight minutes after five, and we continue uh, to engage on uh, very topical issues. I see your messages coming in. We will uh, give you time to air those, uh, but uh, you can still keep them coming on 0614104107. We will also take your calls a bit later on on 086-000-2032. Right now, we are joined by a political analyst, uh, Mapaseka Moore. Um, as we are going to be looking at uh, the uh, National Executive Committee of the ANC that has been announced, uh, specifically looking at the names that have made it, those that were at the top of the list uh, alongside uh, to the gender split and the youth representation. Thank you very much, Mapasaka, for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for having me and good afternoon to your listeners. From your side as a political analyst, were there any surprises uh, when it comes to the names that did not make the cut? Um, not, not so much. Um, I think what struck me more is who is on the list, rather. Um, you know, the generational shift within the African National Congress um, you know, that ANC Youth League of Mbalula, they seem to be the ones who are front and center of this particular NEC. So that, that that's what struck me the most, the fact that there's been a generational shift, especially because, you know, in the African National Congress, there hasn't been a proper succession plan. So you've had people come in and, you know, stay for a very long time um, within the NEC. So finally, we, we are seeing a shift, a group of relatively young individuals, not necessarily Young, but relatively, relatively young. Well, uh, they, they are representing definitely a cohort of young people. Let's talk about yeah. those who um, are actually uh, classified as youth currently. I mean, there are names like Uzugo, Gotlimbi, Nonotnebo, Mlawuli. Are those names that are bringing joy for those who are rooting for the youth to be represented? Um, I mean, these are very interesting characters. Uh, Joy Manamela and Nongtaibo Mshauli are currently part of the ANC um, um, Youth League task team. You know, they've been tasked with rebuilding the African National Congress uh, in terms of youth and on the ground, the branches. Um, But you know what what we've seen is that young people can be deployed in parliament or any other structure. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be a shift. You remember after fees must fall, right? Um, the likes of Mumpendulum Kachwa, Fasiye Hassan, the Pambos, the Naledi Chiros were absorbed uh, into national politics. Uh, but particularly within the African National Congress, we haven't seen them really championing, um, you know, things to do with young people specifically. So they can get swallowed by the system. Mapasega? Hi, can you hear me? Okay, yes, you were, you were saying that uh, they can get swallowed within the system, and exactly. that's why we lost they you, can, yeah? Exactly. They can get uh, swallowed by the systems because they're, you know, politics, um, of national politics at play that they now need to get involved with. Um, they need to toe the party line. So we shouldn't expect that just because there's a representation of young people um, on the list that it will be radical um, in, in, in practice. 
Sure. Uh, that doesn't bring much uh, hope in them because we always associate uh, the youth with uh, radical changes, with uh, robustness when things are done. But if you're saying that they could be swallowed within the system, then it does bring a bit of worry. Let's look at uh, the 41 women who have been included in this NEC, uh, making uh, female representation over 50% of uh, this 80-member NEC. I think the reason why we see that is that it, it has been regulated. The reason why there's more women in the NEC, and this is why it's crucial to regulate redress, because it's not just going to happen on its own. So if you look at the top 11 of this list, it's only men. And Mamoluko Kubai then comes in at number 12 to break that, uh, along with Ndabeni Abrams. So, and then you look at the, the bottom of the list, the bottom 18 is women. So that's indicative of the redress that's going on. Um, so it's absolutely crucial to regulate redress, and it's absolutely crucial to regulate young people. How should they fit into this list? That's something that should be regulated because it's something that's not going to happen on its own. Um, you know, the top 11 being only men, that's indicative of the attitudes, um, not just of the African National Congress alone, but of our society as a whole. So it's crucial that these things are regulated. Okay. Now, I know you are, you are more intrigued on who made the cut than who didn't make the cut. But I am looking at the list of names that I thought might have, you know, a, a chance to stand, or um, especially for those who are popularists, right? Didi mm-hmm. Mabuza, um, David Mabuza didn't make the cut. Naledi Pando yeah. didn't make the cut. Nosivya Mampisa Ngakula didn't make the cut. Jeff Hadeb didn't make the cut. Titombo, mm. there, there's so many. Titombo, Pravin Gordon. Um, <laughs> there's just too many names that we were so um, accustomed to having in the NEC that just did not make the cut. I think, one, it speaks to that generational shift I spoke about, yeah. which is welcome. Um, the second thing, I mean, if you look at Didi uh, Mabuza, that 2017 move was really awful for his political career. Um, it, it really, one might argue that it ended it. Um, you know, it, it really didn't pan out well, <laughs> particularly. So we see that as well. But another very interesting name that didn't make it to the NEC list is Zingi Swalosi uh, of Kosaji. So that's very interesting for the tripartite alliance that this particular individual didn't make it on this list, uh, particularly because Kosati is not very happy with ANC right now. Um, so I think that would have been good for the tripartite alliance for her to make it in. Um, but yeah, Tony Yangeni as well, not coming on. We know Derek Hanukom said she was not available to serve, but also a um, relatively young person like Colin Nain as well she didn't make it. Um, Bladen Zimande, another one for the Tripartite Alliance, he didn't make it as well. Um, so there's a generational shift, but also um, it, it, it left out some of the individuals from the Tripartite Alliance. I know David Masonde made it in, um, who's from the SACP, but we're not seeing a lot of people from the Tripartite, uh, Tripartite Alliance making it into the NEC. Most definitely, and 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 you know, it. I mean, the alliance partners not making it. Uh, the likes of Blade and Zamande as well. It's it it yeah. it's, it makes us wonder if uh, things are still going to have um, the same stability between these uh, alliance partners and the ANC, or the stability is uh, slowly dwindling. 
Um, look, we know that uh, Bladen Zemana did play a very crucial role in terms of quelling the tensions between um, the SACP and the African National Congress. You know, the SACP wants to go off at, you know, on their own and run for the elections, which FYI is not an easy thing. It's very difficult to, you know, grow a movement that actually stands for elections to build branches on the ground, to actually relate. Um, to people, it's a quite difficult thing to do. You don't just, you know, go at it at a whim. So it'll be interesting to see the the one man who was actually quelling the tensions is now out of the NEC. It'll be interesting um, how the dynamics will be and if he will still play a crucial role in ensuring that, you know, um, um, the SACP is not alienated and the African National Congress and the SACP are able to at least be civil and head to 2024. Um, together, so part of the alliance. Mapasek, you know, when uh, the top seven was announced, especially the, the, the president of the ANC uh, for, for the next turn, uh, being announced as uh, current sitting president, Sir Ramaphosa of the ANC, the markets really took a turn, positive turn. I mean, there was a 2% plus uh, increase or strengthening of the rand against the US dollar. Do you feel that the same confidence in this newly elected 80-member ANC additional members is going to have the same impact on the markets and on uh, global investors? Um, You know what? I think it's very interesting that there was a market shift in the first place. And this speaks of this phenomenon of the African National Congress where now they're talking about how, you know, if you are an ANC member, you need to toe the line. You must do what the ANC says. But it's interesting that the deployees in government don't toe the line in terms of implementing their own policies. So the fact that the market can tell that this particular individual, this deployee has different policies from another ANC member, I think that's problematic. And that speaks to how the African National Congress has failed in terms of implementing their own policies. So the market shouldn't be able to differentiate. Even with this NEC list, they shouldn't be able to differentiate because they already had a policy conference when they spoke about the kind of policies that they'd like to have. Of course, they still need to resolve um, to those policies. But the ANC should remain the ANC regardless of who's representing the ANC. And the fact that the markets can tell the difference, that is problematic. Okay. There's other names that I think maybe we, we, we need to look at um, uh, that are on the list. The, the likes of Manana, Okikaba, Olungisa, and other members who, who have had their reputations, political reputations, tainted somewhat. And they are now on this list. Uh, sh- should we be worried, um, especially for those who are for the ANC? Um, I think, you know, Meva Tavile Zamini, you know, already told us what what the situation is. All of them have Smolenyana as skeletons in the closet. That's the situation of the African National Congress. So even the individuals that you don't know about, you know, what their skeletons are, they probably still have skeletons in the closet. Um, we just know about these particular ones. Um, I think what they they would say is that the branches have spoken and the branches still believe in these particular individuals. Hence, we see them on this list. Um, also considering, you know, the, 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 the gender parity that um, they've put in. 
So I think, yes, they all have smaller, smaller yana skeletons in the closet, but it's also interesting because you need to ensure that there's accountability, but there's also unity. So A, ensure that these people account to, you know, the things that they've done wrong. But also B, the African National Congress will want to ensure that there's unity after 2007, that rapture that we saw there with COPE, um, but also the disunity that we've seen within the political party. So I don't think that they'd want um, to to actually ensure that there's unity, but then at the expense of, of, of accountability. So it'll be very interesting to see how they deal with that moving forward. Um, so the likes of Batavi Lezamini, for instance, is someone who was initially out, but now she's in. Um, so that will be interesting to ensure that there is unity within the political party, but then there's also accountability, which is going to be very difficult. Thank you so very much for joining us, uh, Mapaseka. It's uh, an eye-opener indeed, and uh, let's look out for more on this one.